Episode, we're talking about How I Met Your Mother by Miranda Sapphire, a book featuring the beefiest beefcake of the cryptid world, yours and my favorite harbinger of doom. It's Mothman! <laughs> As always, <laughs> we will be talking about this book in its entirety, so if you don't want spoilers, pause the podcast, go read the book, and then come back here and enjoy the chat. If you don't mind spoilers or you don't plan on reading the book, you can definitely still enjoy this podcast. I'm your host, Christine, and with me, as always, is your other host, Claire. Claire! What's this book about? <laughs> you know I love Mothman. Mothman's my favorite cryptid. I make everybody I look at the statue of Mothman. It's weird to me because they're so fuzzy. I love Mothman. He just... The thing with Mothman is that the, the Mothman legend, the actual Mothman legend that has nothing to do with this book, the Point Pleasant, West Virginia Mothman, is he just like showed up before this big disaster, this big bridge collapse where, where a bunch of people died, and then was just never seen again. So he was just like this, he was just here to be like, hey guys, the bridge is going to collapse. Uh, and then he peaced out. I, How I don't strong know were the drugs that those people were taking? It was, he did appear at like an old nuclear plant a bunch, so... It so, could have been so, radiation so, poisoning. Yeah, a person <laughs> who suffered from radiation forever immortalized as, like, a monster. Yeah, but that statue is so great. It's interesting, considering the story of the U.S. <laughs> like, <laughs> statues, and it's like, you know. More Mothman, less Confederacy. How about that? <laughs> like, we w- some people are like, we're going to fight to keep the Confederate statues. But we also have no problem with the Mothman statues. Like, okay, well, your priorities yeah. are different (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah but like interesting point of view (laughs) keep the mothman statue up yeah yeah absolutely take it take off the confederate there's like i i walked by by a street the other day that had a name that was like very obviously you know referencing a colony and and Ah. what used to be a colony and i was like wow the name is not great but then you go down the street and underneath the name (laughs) the street it says in honor of the colonization of let me guess the congo yes uh i was like dudes what the like seriously like the first at the first one you could have been like that's not great but you know maybe you're 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 like completely Mm -hmm. clueless but then the second was like fyi (laughs) this was a racist name yep all right so this book it's about elliot elliot is trying to keep it all together basically he has absolutely shitty parents and absolutely shitty family who are absolute assholes about him being trans and so he goes into a lighthouse and he works there seems to have kind of the perfect job honestly he doesn't have to talk to people and it's pretty sweet he has a lot of time on his hands um but then one day one stormy night uh, a mothman flies into the lighthouse um, and they fall in love in what I can only as a very gentle joke for me at some point I kept thinking is this a guy who has been isolated in a lighthouse for so long He's and he's stuck in a storm that is much larger than like the book 
is letting on mm -hmm. um and he's hallucinating <laughs> that the moth eating his shoes is actually a full-on man is, that he's having is sex the moth with. man yeah i mean it, the theory didn't cross my mind but it i think it's solid <laughs> I did no, I did I did like this book. I think it was very gentle and very sweet. Yeah. I can't say it was my favorite of all time. I think it was maybe too short. Mm -hmm. Um and also honestly it helped me I think understand mm -hmm. parts of the trans experience a little bit differently than I had before as a Absolutely. cis woman. Mm -hmm. So I think that was really, really cool. I agree. I think that there were definitely um there were things I didn't know or didn't fully understand that were explored in this with the trans experience that I really appreciated and I thought was well done. Um, I'm not trans, so I can't say if it's, you know, an accurate depiction, but it felt, Absolutely. It yeah. felt like it was a respectful and well done representation of it. So I appreciated that. That being said, I did have some issues with this book, mostly with the editing, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh but I, we'll get to it. my main issue is that we start off first of all i had no idea what was going on because we have two two yes. people in a relationship who are bathing a child mm -hmm. to which i was at first i was like is it two mothmen and they're gonna get a divorce and one mothman is gonna go and find elliot <clears throat> did not understand child so yeah i didn't understand that you know this was human Elliot and not maybe Mothman Elliot. I didn't know that it was a flash forward, essentially. And uh, but then like they they they're bathing the child. They take the child to bed and he's like, Tell me a story of how you guys met. And then he proceeds to tell his kid the story of like essentially how they but they fucked a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and even though he says at the beginning, of course we're not giving him like the those details. details. But Aside from those details, what did you tell the child? Most of it was <laughs> the sex. <laughs> no, they did. So this book really does the uh, how I met your mother thing, where it's like truly like, here's the story of how I met your mother and then goes like into the whole thing. But it's like, which is a play, a, a, a word on the play show, on, on the show. Er, yeah, Mother. because yeah, because everyone involved is male. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. How I Met Your Mother is just a, it's a wordplay, and then they did the thing with the, with the show. So that's how it happens. But yeah, that was like my first thing where I was like, uh, this bedtime story situation, like, better not be these characters telling their child how they boned for the first time. I cannot <laughs> handle this. <laughs> and then it was. <laughs> and, and then it was. Uh, and then it was. Yeah. And th but there was also like so in this initial scene it starts with Elliot is bathing the moth child whose name is they call him Izzy it's Isaiah that's what it is Isaiah they call him Izzy um and he whatever he's making a mess in the bath and Biz the moth man comes in and is like okay I'll read the quote <clears throat> Which is why, my mate said from the doorway, his hands on his hips while he speared our son with a stern look that made me tingle, thinking of how he uh, turned that look on me just before doing something delicious. You're helping us clean up this mess, Isaiah. No, 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 please don't compare the look that your partner is giving to your child to the look he gives you in the bedroom. I, no, don't do it. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> no, I, no, I get, I get, I get what you mean. I, don't, I didn't like that. I was like, oh, no, that's not the same look. No. Uh, 
I uh, yeah, I I I don't mind children like as a happy ending. I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of it. I think we have more than enough stories where people have like a kid mm-hmm. and it's happy at the end. Um, but I, I definitely think the bath scene at the beginning confused me a lot. Yeah, it's a because little because I really didn't know who. We don't know the like, characters. Yeah, is that was that because I don't think it specifies that it's before the events of the story, does it? What's before the events of the story? Oh, you mean it, it, yeah? It doesn't say like two years ago, three years. Yeah, ago. no, it doesn't. I mean, and it becomes clear pretty quick, but it is a little confusing for a minute uh, yeah. when you're at that part. So yeah, then we but we, to, we we get we to the like story. the background of of Elliot, which. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck his family. Fuck people who are transphobic. It's yeah, just I, I, be very clear about this. I just wrote in my note: transphobes. Cheers to you for getting out. And not a, yeah. not an easy thing to like go off on your own as a young person and just try to make it with nobody to su- to yeah. support you. You know, um, but it sounds like he was in a really good like he was lonely at the beginning of the story that's that's very clear but he sounds like he was in a good place like he had this job which is kind of a weird job but it's a good gig from my like from my point of view and he's got you know a found family he's got people friends that he likes to hang out with and um it sounds like he's in a decent place so he he works at a lighthouse which is like a fucking dream job like don't you want to work in a lighthouse doesn't that sound great oh yeah absolutely i would just rather be on an island because like he has tourists visiting so he has to deal with people quite a lot uh and a drug person at the end yeah that was wild (laughs) quite randomly (laughs) um but yeah no i would uh yeah I, i i wouldn't mind being in a lighthouse although from what I understand, I think when you're in the middle of a storm, it's quite intense. Yeah, also, all lighthouses are haunted. That's just, like, that's a given. Like, the the building comes with a ghost. Like, there's no question in anyone's mind that a lighthouse is haunted. It just is. My, my one question is, does he have Wi-Fi? He, he's still on the mainland. Like, he's not on an island, so I imagine he has the internet. You know? Mm, you know, them walls be pretty thick. It's just brick. <laughs> They can get their concrete, can it? I don't know. I'm All asking right. the question. I'm asking the right questions here. <laughs> Is the internet uh, working? <laughs> I am not an expert on Wi-Fi. Um, I have this quote. I sighed, scratching at the three days worth of stubble on my pale cheek. I was nearly a year into this gig and I hadn't decided if I loved it or hated it. The creepy studio apartment at the top of the lighthouse that was the room and board included in the deal was hard to love, but the solitude and peace it afforded me were nice. Sure, it also doubled as the maintenance room and was riddled with pests and drafty as it all get out, but it was free and it was mine. I don't think it's that bad. Like, spruce it up, put some paint, decorate, like, it's not that bad. You've got your own studio apartment and it's right there where you work. Absolutely. It's not bad. But I, I identify with Elliot, like, quite a lot with, like, some of his internal dialogue, because he was saying at some point, there was just something about tonight that had me feeling itchy, unsettled. Was it my anxiety, depression, maybe the double feature? <laughs> Whatever it was, it was pissing me off. I wanted to sleep, damn it. I was like, yes. You yes. and I both know the struggle of this. <laughs> what is it depression? Is it anxiety? Oh, it's both. Is awesome. it both at the same time? You would think they would cancel each other out. They don't. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he climbs up. There's a storm coming in, but he's like, 
I'm gonna go up to the top of the lighthouse, basically where the light comes out of. Yeah. There's like sort of a viewing section, which I imagine is really nice. Like you get some wind blowing. You're just like, I imagine it's especially nice right before a storm. I think the the feeling. The yeah, feeling. you just so you get that like charge in the air, you know, and like a thunderstorm's about to roll through. I bet it's I bet it's very nice. You know, people always say that like in in movies specifically, but it happens in books as well when mm-hmm. people say the storm is coming people are like oh it's such a cliche but you know what i i under the it it, it encapsulates it. the vibe so well mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I i'm always happy about it you know you can feel it in the air when a storm yeah. is coming like you can you can feel it for sure and then i have so here's where he's talking here's a quote where he's talking about uh that he's lonely I was happier here than I was back with my family, sure. But that was like saying I was happier freezing to death because it was less painful than being on fire. I wasn't actually happy, just less miserable. There was still something missing, and I couldn't figure out what it was. I was just like, you're lonely, my dude. You're lonely. We need human connection. It's also, I I love that quote because I was like, it's a good representation, especially for people who have gone no contact with family members. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, it's, it's really spot on. Yeah no no I agree and I can um I can relate to that sentiment of being like you've been miserable and then now you're feeling better you're not good but you were so miserable miserable. right you're but you were so miserable that this is now it's tolerable it's fine because and it's hard to get out of that because yeah you're like I was worse before so it's kind of hard to realize that you're still miserable it's just that yeah it's not as difficult to deal with as it was before. So it's easy right. to go into complacency and just go like, oh, this is fine. Yeah, exactly. So he's up uh, at the top of the lighthouse and he hears a noise, like a chittering, I think is is kind of how it's described. <laughs> and I wrote down this quote and it, cause I, this, this was very funny to me. I'd seen enough horror movies that featured white people too eager to <laughs> investigate mysterious shit at night. So I resisted my Caucasian urge to run all around the gallery looking for whatever it was and calling out. But if someone needed my help out there, I just couldn't abandon them. Caucasian urge had me rolling. <laughs> like that was that resisted I mean, my Caucasian urge. He's not <laughs> wrong. There, There is like a surprising tendency to be like, I'm just going to check that out. <laughs> no, stay no, where it- you are. It's right. It's correct. It's just, I've never heard it described like that. Is someone and out there? Who's it, there? Shut the fuck up. You gotta control your Caucasian urges. You're gonna get Grab a knife, lock yourself in a closet, call 911. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, oh um, god, that made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> and then we switched to, is it, were you pronouncing it Bison? Bison. Oh god, I, I was not. What were you, how were you pronouncing it? The wrong way. <laughs> bison? Were you calling him bison? <laughs> I think bison has one S. <laughs> bison the moth. That's funny. We switched to even, his point Even moth parents can be dickheads about naming their kids. It's true. It's true. Although there is an explanation at the end about some of the names, which I thought was uh, interesting. We'll, we'll get to it. Um... I laughed because he's flying around. I guess I, I didn't know this, but our moth's wings must be really like sensitive to like rain and stuff because he's like very protective of them. They're like very, very delicate. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so he's like, he's out at this like islet away from the mainland, just having some peace and quiet. 
and he hears a storm comes in and he's like all right i'm gonna get back to the mainland but he gets caught in the storm and ends up following the lighthouse and crashing into there but he has a quote where he says he's talking about how he can control himself around lights I liked mm-hmm. a nice, big, bright light, but I could control myself, thank you very much. And it comes back a couple times in the book in a way that I thought was very funny, where he's like, yeah, I like lights, but I can control myself. Like, I don't have to flutter around every light I see. <laughs> it was just that, fun. I absolutely love that, because there's a line that follows that, where he's he basically he sees Elliot, and he mm-hmm. goes, he was beautiful. And as soon as I saw him, I realized that there were some things a Mothman could be drawn to after all. <laughs> that one was a good line. <laughs> it was! I have the same quote. I was just like, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> but I was very confused as to what bison. <laughs> bison. You can go on bison. Let's just, you know, let's just roll with it. Um, <laughs> I was confused as to what he looked like. I was yeah. like, does he look like a human with moth wings? Because Elliot, at first, doesn't seem to... Uh, is it because it's dark? Is it because it's the middle of the storm? He doesn't seem to realize yeah. that this is not a human being. I think... At first, so... But I think his body is, is... Yeah, I do. I think his body is vaguely human. I don't think his head is superhuman, but I think the the shape of his body without the wings, if the wings were tucked in and you just saw that like kind of shadow, you would think it was a human. If that happened to you, wouldn't you just think, thought a furry broke into my house? If I was at the top of a lighthouse and something human sized flew into it, I don't know what I would think. I think (laughs) I might think it was a mothman. yeah but you have you have issues with moth people (laughs) i do really like moth people so i i understand uh no i mean like i i my brain always jokingly jumps to like the the weirdest explanation like anytime you see something a light moving in the sky i'm immediately like it's aliens uh half jokingly half real i'm like so i think that my brain probably would jump to krypton to be honest i mean to be fair i've been jokingly saying saturn is in the microwave for two weeks while fully blaming the planets for what's going on with my life lately, mercury's so. in retrograde there was a rare blue uh super moon or whatever it, it, it's all their fault it's all I'm their Taurus fault as well <laughs> i don't know what that means i'm a Sagittarius. i think no i think it was the previous one that was worse for the Tauruses, but i don't know I don't know. I mean, I like astrology, but I'm not like, I don't look that close into it. Uh, no, me neither. I'm kind of like at a safe distance between like, I'm at a safe distance for plausible deniability. If someone really interrogates me, is like, do you really believe in this? I, I'm at a safe enough distance that I can be like, eh. I just but I'm also fun. close enough that I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In I case just it is, fun. it is doing shit. You know, I'm like, right. I know enough to know that something's about to happen if it's right. about to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's. See. But yeah, but the, so the the mating bond. Yes, we have faded mates. I'm gonna say something though. <laughs> we don't need a faded mate in every single story. You don't need. It's not about this book specifically. It's probably because I've been reading so many books that have Mm -hmm. uh, faded mates in them. And I don't mind it. I'm not going to throw a book away if if it is there. But you can't have a 
significant love story, a real love story, a tangible love story, without necessarily having it be fate. Yeah, I've talked about this before. It's a, it's a fine trope, but it's way yeah. overused these days because there is just as much romance whatever involved when two people choose to be yeah with each other i think it's just it it, i understand that it's probably an easier way especially for a shorter book to kind of go Mm -hmm. this is why these people are like insanely attracted to each other right away but i don't know sometimes sometimes i'm like oh okay um and this one was uh, it, it was made it was really really quick and this right it didn't yes. really feel very intense the mothman just goes i promised the stranger who no longer felt like a stranger was this the bond mm-hmm. um oh wait I, I forgot a line because he says like uh, a gentle rumbling started deep in my chest that i couldn't seem to stop mm. and unexpected warmth trickled into my cold limbs at last i felt the mate bond yep um yeah, I, I feel like the story could have worked without that. Yeah, I mean, I get, I also get it because of how short of a book it was. I think yeah. that's why it's included in a lot of the books we read here, because a lot of them we read are so short, and it's easier than doing, like, a whole relationship development, because you don't have a lot of space in a book. This no, but remember, in uh, The Captive Merman's Promise, there's no mate true. bond. That's true. It there's a lot so of works. similar anatomy in the actually yeah you're right Mormons. yeah we'll there's get to a, it but there's a sausage the pocket and claspers yeah i don't want to think about claspers too hard we're gonna have That's to think about claspers weird. because i couldn't figure out what they looked like <laughs> i don't know i just imagine you know the uh the thing that you use for your hair that guys are obsessed with that guys are obsessed with you know if you have a boyfriend and you have like long hair yeah, you use like a clasping thing. Like a, it's a clip, right? Yeah, like a claw yeah, clip or whatever they call it. Have you ever left that hanging around and find found your partner be absolutely like fucking upset with like clasping it? No, <laughs> but I do leave them around. I have a whole bunch of them around. I guess he doesn't care. I don't know. Huh. Mm, interesting, interesting, right. Josh. That's I what you you're were listening, picturing, Josh. I was. He's probably not, to be honest. Probably not. I know. Um, <laughs> I just, I, as I said, I was like, the fucker said in the last episode that he doesn't. He, does. listen, to he listens sometimes, but not all the time. Um, I was picturing two like tiny arms, <laughs> like just thin, like stick thin arms with like you little tie hands. These to when I'm drinking, like <laughs> that felt deliberate. No, it wasn't. Uh, imagining tiny t-rex arms are going "Mm." yeah but like long like long thin arms with like little hands on the end oh i'll tell you where that came into my head when we get there but but yeah that's no i know where that came into your head (laughs) i read the book too i know but there's like one (laughs) there's one particular quote we'll get to it i know look it's a short enough book that i know which part you're talking about (laughs) all right I'm still going to bring it up again, though, when we get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I love you. So, I love you, too. So, the the Mothman yeah. hurts his leg running into the into the lighthouse. <laughs> and he. It's just sometimes, I don't think it actually sounds like it, but if you read the book thinking that it's a fever dream, it does 
give it like a certain element of like that's interesting I the thing is that this book goes on for like weeks like the timeline's too long for it to be a fever dream but yes otherwise it's pretty wild he has massive red eyes as well yes that's a that's a feature of the mothman mothman always has big red eyes uh I, i wrote down this quote count of three we both push up all right he's elliot's trying to help him stand so they can go down to his um apartment where he can check out his leg try to get you standing he licked his lips the dart of his pink tongue making pressure build behind my slit don't put any weight on your bad leg lean on me instead all right i mean i know what the slit is now but at the time it was like pressure oh i immediately knew behind your what i mean i assumed (laughs) but like I immediately assumed. I think it was because of the Captain Merman's promise. I was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Oh, okay, that's where. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> I think there's a, a a meme somewhere from Pokemon where it's like, "I don't know where to put this Pokeball. I guess I'll just put it in my secret lady pocket." Um, <laughs> and I've read enough stories about women shoving stuff up their vaginas to mm-hmm. hide them. Some of them, I'm hoping, are wrong or false. To hide um, what? To, like, hide contraband, you mean? Yeah, it's just, like, I don't know, drugs. Okay, I, yeah, I yeah, heard yeah. about guns before, you know. Sure. Like, I, I'm hoping that one is wrong, it's false, but I'm also hoping it's it not. You know somebody did it. I, you know, I want to, anyways. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's a long story to say that, like, occasionally when i don't know where to put something and my boyfriend is in front of me i'll just go like I'll ju- i guess i'll just put it in my secret lady pocket <laughs> um and watch his face kind of like fall in horror poor rob <clears throat> it's fine poor poor rob uh, poor poor rob <laughs> so, do you want us to talk about what josh sends on the group chat <laughs> no <laughs> no you can leave that out <laughs> poor josh Josh is making that shit up, okay? (laughs) You know what, listeners? We're not going to tell you what it is. (laughs) We're not, but he's making shit up. It's horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you, Christy? It's Uh, not sexual. I just want to clarify that. It's not (laughs) sexual. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) All right, now that that's clear. I mean, depending Uh, on the way you look at it. I guess so. Yeah, but it's not. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, basically the hormones from the mating bond are so strong that the Mothman Bison, (laughs) he says like, he's like, he's hurt on the floor, right? He just like smashed into a window, broke his leg, like like a bird like flying into your window. Yeah, (laughs) down. Yes. Because I just started thinking about the number of photos. I don't know if you've ever seen a photo of a bird who just got, like, smashed into a window but shat itself at the same time. And, like, it's very clear that it happened. Uh-huh. No, but that is fun. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so he's on the floor. He just, you know, mm-hmm. spread eagle on the window. There's a human there. Not a great situation. Um. But the mating bond just snapped into yeah. place um i'm using the surgery master analogy there yep. that's all <laughs> right snapped into place, snapped into uh, place. <clears throat> the mating bond hormones were already floating my system and i couldn't help but imagine that look on his face as he knelt between my legs those soft looking pink lips parting just before wrapping around my swollen cock first of all if it's swollen I'm not sure that that's <laughs> healthy 
Um, I sucked in a breath, closing my eyes and gathering every drop of little power to keep my throbbing member from extruding. All I could picture <laughs> is it just like springing out randomly with a boing, 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 and just like what it poking does. Elliot in the face. <laughs> I think that's what it does. Every time it's described as coming out, it's like boing. it just boings right out of the slit. Like, can you imagine him getting kicked in the face but by a day i know that i i've brought this up before in in morning glory milking farm Mm -hmm. like why aren't people thinking about this (laughs) have you never got hit in the face with a dick before claire i mean we all have (laughs) no no i've never been hit in the face with a dick Uh, I like this quote. So Elliot's <laughs> talking, brings him down, and he's like, "Wow, Mothman is real." So hell, I even had <laughs> Elliot one of those... is surprisingly chill with all of this. Always so chill. Hell, I even had one of those goofy Mothman is real and he's my boyfriend shirts purchased online <laughs> as a joke with my best friend Richie for Do pride. You have one? Proceed. I don't, but I'm going to get one. <laughs> Mothman is real and he's my boyfriend. Absolutely, and I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna go to. West Virginia, and I'm gonna wear it while I touch the Mothman. He's real, I swear. He just goes to another school in Canada. Mm -hmm. He's my boyfriend. He lives down (laughs) south. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so so Elliot is kind of like one part of me had accepted that this was happening, and another part was losing his goddamn mind at the appearance of the creature, and that despite everything, I was helping the damn thing. Would How you long help- have you been alone in that lighthouse, <laughs> Elliot? Would you help the Mothman if you were in this situation? You know, I would, but not. I'd help for the kind reasons, just because I would be a, I would be scared that the Mothman would fucking kill me if I didn't. I guess, but if he's, I don't like- know how he's gonna react. I know, but he if he's like talking to you like he is with Elliot, just like having a full-on conversation yeah but having like, someone having a conversation with me doesn't mean that they're a positive he's good... got a broken leg yeah i've met assholes with broken legs before <laughs> i would help them off man i'm i'm just saying i would help them off man i honestly i would just like ask myself all right did i use normal butter <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> or did was I this... dip into the weed butter? <laughs> How much did I have? <laughs> <laughs> did I accidentally get some acid? Um, here's the thing. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck this Mothman. Spoiler alert for Smasher Pass later, because yeah. he reminds me of my cat too much. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that sound was. He's always. Chittering and chirping, and that is a thing. I have a Maine Coon. If anyone knows Maine Coons, like they're very noisy. He's always. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, like... Christine. Mm-hmm. You've you've said smash to a lot of creatures that we've yeah. had on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. I'm acting. You know, I I, I like I how I phrase it as if they've been guests on the show. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> you've been into them, and some of them were yeah. way closer to animals than the mothman was but not way closer to my animals that i have in my house that we are were into atlas yeah he's cool atlas is a lot like your dogs no 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 my dogs are not jim bros 
everyone knows that you're deflecting uh, i'm just saying he was chirping all the time he was chittering he has this big like ruff around basically his neck is all like furry yeah no no it would which is my cat has that like i can't i can't i can't do it but Uh, yeah because he was covered in black fur with the occasional fine sprinkle of gray or white with razor sharp claws and a double set of fangs i couldn't see a nose on him but his eyes were large and red, glowing just like just a little, littlest bit in the dark. He had fuzzy antennae. And I, antennae is that how you say it? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Sprouting from his temples that wiggled. Mm-hmm. I like. To I can't say I've ever been that horny. No, no. And here's the other thing with the cat analogy, because his <laughs> antennae act like cat ears. Like, they swivel, they lay flat for, like, different emotions. Like, that's those are cat ears. Again, Atlas. I'm saying. I'm so just... sorry to anyone who's randomly listened to this episode and none of the other ones before. Yeah, you don't know. We make references to the He was a wolf man. Atlas is a wolf man. But I'm I'm just saying, like, I don't know. There was There's something very, like, my cat, Poe, is like he's all black and has these big yellow eyes i know mothman has red eyes but i it's just like i call him a halloween cat because that's what he looks like and his name is poe p-o-e Edgar Allan poe like that's just it it's, it just fits too much it fits too much with poe i can't i thought it was poe because of poblano yes his name is technically poblano because we have a theme going on with our pet names pickle peaches poblano but his name is like po. the kardashians yeah except foods uh but his name is poe like it is poe it's just technically poblano so that it would fit in with the other names but like it's poe it's all it'll ever be oh because the first time you said poe to me and i was like oh like edgar Allan poe and you're like no like the food (laughs) there is technically i think like a Uh tahitian dessert called poe but Uh it's probably not pronounced poe it's like remember this it's like p-o apostrophe e like it's probably pronounced differently but anyway Yes, that's why Let's I get can't the knife off of my back. Yeah, he also goes. But despite all that, my dumbass had thought, "Oh yeah, this guy is definitely friend shaped." Yeah, I wrote that one down <laughs> too. I liked it. You know, that reminds me of the quote: "Like if I ever die because I've been attacked by like a massive feline, or just any furry wild animal, just know that my last words were here, kitty, kitty, here, kitty, kitty." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I walked outside my back door today, and there was a groundhog, and I was like, "Groundhog." be my friend groundhog i love groundhogs they're so chubby and cute i think this is a reaction i would have if i saw a possum i like possums i've never seen a possum in real life and really it's me you so gotta much. come to maine we got lots of possums i don't want to honestly i'll be like camping out behind your trash cans just we can go like... we can go driving for moose if you want to see a moose i've seen i've seen moose what kind of moose uh, Canadian moose. <laughs> they're okay. I don't know if they're different. I know there are like like Alaskan moose are different than what we have, but I have no idea about <laughs> Canadian moose. Uh, okay, back to the story. We're there's not like a ton of plot to this. Just yeah, just yeah, FYI. Yeah. So it's you know there's stuff to talk about, but not they kind like, of like comfortably slide into a relationship yeah so basically there doesn't seem to be a lot of like decision making Mm -hmm. they're just kind of like okay yeah like so basically we're into each other let's just do this which honestly i respect yeah exactly 
Elliot uh, like makes a splint essentially out of stuff he has around to splint up his leg because after watching a YouTube video, right? Yeah, a couple of YouTube videos, which is like <laughs> that's very real. That's what we all do. <laughs> we got to do it. They can't take him to a, a doctor because he's a moth man. Like uh, so, he has to kind of figure that out. And basically, the understanding is like he'll stay there until he can like walk and fly. Again, yeah, essentially, um, which is going to be like I guess they heal faster, but it's going to be like two, three weeks, something like that. Um, but then, so, <laughs> Mothmen do not sleep, like, regularly. They have to have, like, special beds that are essentially, like, nests with little, like, places carved out for their wings to go because they can't lay on mm. their wings. Their wings are too delicate. It was a little bit confusing. I was like, I don't understand. Yeah, exactly I was like, why, why a bowl? I also I kept picturing, like, a fruit bowl. And it still goes mm. with my whole, this is a fever dream thing. And he put a poor moth into a bowl of fruit. <laughs> and then he accidentally smashed it with the fruits that he put in. That yeah. he slowly loses his mind. Yeah. I just don't I'm very sorry. The... I just like this idea. <laughs> I just don't understand why the wings are so fragile. Why can't he lay on the on the wings, you know? You can't even sleep with them? Like, it just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't make sense bad boy sleep in Akatar. I don't think their wings are that delicate. I think they can just sleep on them. You know what I mean? Like with any other part of your body, you're just kind of like. What fine. if you sleep on them funny the way you sometimes sleep the wrong way when you're approaching I bet 30? I fall asleep sometimes. And you're like, okay, I'm broken now <laughs> when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> this I bet hurts they fall now. asleep sometimes. You know, you're like lay on your one arm weird for too long and you wake up and you can't yeah. feel it. I bet that happens with the wings. Yeah. It must, right? Um, but yeah, so so the the moth, whenever they're talking, keeps like making noise, like trilling. Um, mm-hmm. It's just Trilling. like, yeah. How would you keep a straight face to this? I don't know. <clears throat> I think it would be. That's the thing is like, I think that stuff would would make him too cute to me. Like, because when an animal does it, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Like the little noises you're making are so cute. And I don't know. I think that would. I'd have the same reaction. Yeah, you know I mean, Rob anyway. does this thing where he can like he he can quite convincingly imitate a purr. Oh, really? With his mouth closed and everything, and it's Whoa. super fucking weird on a human person. I want to hear him do it. That's crazy. <laughs> Take a I'll video of it later it. and send it to the yes, oh, he's, to the group chat. Come on, everyone's heard him on the podcast now. You think he's gonna let me? From what you've seen so no, far, you think he's gonna it let on me the take group a chat? Video? Just me and Josh. Or like a right. voice memo. Even that, I don't think he's going to do it. Wow, okay. Yeah, sorry he wouldn't do a Scottish <laughs> accent. Also, side note, thank you guys for reaching out to saying that you really liked Josh and Rob on the podcast. That's <laughs> they great. They both had very different reactions. Yes, they did. Uh, <laughs> but also, you know, like, don't hurt our I mean, feelings. They, they weren't on. they weren't <laughs> unhappy about it, by the way. No, Rob no, no. just went, oh, God. And just kind of... <laughs> hit his face and walked away josh was pretty pleased he was happy so it was good so oh so he elliot goes that first night goes into the bathroom and is like here's a quote what the fuck are you doing man i whispered he's not human what do you care if he thinks you're hot but even though it didn't make sense it did kind of matter to me now that i was used to how he looked i kind of liked it i'd always been a sucker for big, broad-shouldered dudes with nerd vibes, and even though I barely knew Biss, he was kind of doing it for me. How can you tell that the moth has nerd vibes? 
Yeah, you haven't known him long enough, first of all, for that. Secondly, that's also kind of my type, so I get it. Uh, Would you be flattered if, like, a mothman, say, like, any kind of species like this that we read about, like, found you really attractive? Would you find that flattering? Sure. It's always nice. Yeah, I agree. I feel like... You it know, depends on what the doing, centers like, of beauty oh, are, oh. though, in that species. Yeah, that's true. You know, if he's like, you have beautiful eyes. I'm like, oh, thank you. Yes, because in my species, we really like when the eyes are super far apart. Like, <laughs> a distance away from the nose, we find that really beautiful and you're just perfect. And I would be like, all right, I'm just going to walk away now. Stop hurting my feelings. <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> but he... Elliot is... is is already kind of going, <clears throat> he's so fuzzy, he has big eyes, he's kind of adorable, he's been nothing but nice to me so far. I'm like, it's been five minutes, he could still eat you. Yeah, but you know nothing about this man. <laughs> he could be waiting and his leg is better and be like, thanks. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, and nice then I have this other went. quote from the bathroom. I hung my head, running my hands through the longer flop of my dark brown hair at the top of my head. What the fuck was wrong with me that I was getting hard for a goddamn Mothman? I shook my head, then turned on the tap and splashed some cold water on my cheeks. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, uh, our listeners would say nothing is wrong with you at all. <laughs> Plenty of people are into it, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and, but even Biz is kind of going, perhaps it's delirium from the pain, but I could swear Elliot is showing signs of being interested in me. Well, there's scenting attraction in this, which is... Yeah, oh, absolutely. I know. I'm you know sorry. how I feel about it. <sighs> I understand how useful it may be, but mm-hmm. I've been reading... I'm in, I'm on the last book of Thrinal Glass right now, and mm-hmm. they've used the scent to be like, every male could scent that she was on her period. It's like... Ew. Maybe we can just show attraction in like a, a traditional don't way. Mm-hmm. You don't have to smell that I'm horny, because if you smell that I'm horny, you can smell other things. Yeah, you could just, like, talk about body language, uh, you know, the looks they're giving. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be smell of arousal. It's, uh, yeah, I actually do have it. I have a quote right here. It's one of my next quotes. I took it. The sweet smell of the juice. Oh, no, no. This is <laughs> this is about the juice box. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Let's look. Again, another element. A s- small description disclosure i don't know to explain at some point elliot is going to buy juice for the mothman and the mothman Mm -hmm. is really into the juice i kept thinking this guy is having a full-on hallucination and he's bringing home juice boxes for a tiny moth stuck in his house i bet that moth would like it it makes sense that's what he would want (laughs) all right so this is like i think this is the first night i think he has like a juice box in his fridge or whatever so I took it, the sweet smell of the juice already winding its way into the air, tickling at my antennae's sense receptors. I trilled happily. It smelled delicious. I opened my mouth and allowed my proboscis, proboscis to unfurl. <laughs> I'm so happy you went for it because I was like, I don't know how you say that <laughs> I don't word. know how to say it. <laughs> proboscis to unfurl. Isn't it proboscis, it- maybe? It's P-R-O-B-O-S-C-I-S. So listeners can uh, yeah. infer on their own what that is like. DM us about that. Yeah, pro. Yeah, scientists, because it is a real thing with moths. It's not like yeah, yeah. I asked this is a moth thing. I asked Robert. I was like, "What does that look like?" And and when he told me what it looked like, I was like, "Oh, I wish I hadn't known." I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I wish I hadn't asked that question. <laughs> I wish I had remained ignorant. Um, uh, I yeah, because it's mouth. kind of like a little. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, Cartoon mouth, basically. That kind of like a fly. Yeah, like a fly, or it. <laughs> this isn't it exactly, but you know, when like a frog, like sticks their tongue yeah. out. It's like it's a, a long mix protrusion from the, the mouth. Fly mouth and like doing the same thing as like. Yeah, exactly. It can come out. Does. I think I think he has more control over it than like a frog does with their tongue. Like he can wrap it around stuff or whatever. But but yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. Elliot's first instinct is to be like, "Hmm, I wonder what that would be on my dick." <laughs> I would not want that thing on any part of my body. Yeah, I don't know. The way I'm picturing it, I don't want it. I don't want it. Near what if me. it swallows your dick? I don't know. Like, mm, I don't know. Have you seen flies? Like, kind of like kiss at fruits like that like do you want that Ew, no like I, and dog? i don't want to <laughs> but let me get back to this quote i opened yeah. my mouth and allowed my proboscis to unfurl slotting it through this i'm 99 sure that is proboscis <laughs> uh slotting it through the small opening at the top of the juice box i took a tentative sip sweet and tart and refreshing i immediately loved it and began drinking in earnest finishing off the box in a few greedy gulps so basically his tongue is a straw yeah from which he can drink which i mean <laughs> seems like that could be handy maybe that's the next option now that we found out that paper straws aren't good for you tongue straws i mean there's metal straws yeah I like I guess, metal straws. Yeah. uh <laughs> and then they go to sleep and basically so elliot sets up the bed for for beast to sleep in he I couldn't quite picture what was happening, but basically kind of sets him up so that he's at like a 45 degree angle because mm. that's kind of the way that they sleep or whatever. And Elliot's going to sleep on the floor and Beast is like, no, 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 come sleep on the bed. There's plenty of room or whatever. So I'm good, Mr. Giant yeah, I'm fine. Insect Man. I mm-hmm. just, I'll, I'll sleep on the floor. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and then the next chapter starts by the only thing more fucked up than the fact that I went to sleep spooning a Mothman. Oh. Who well, that's the thing. It, it's not that they just sleep in the same bed. They the cuddled. Just kind of cuddles him. It, mm-hmm. This is an insect. This is a giant insect hugging you. He seems fuzzy. I mean, I feel like it might be nice. Hot. It seems like it would be hot. Like, very warm. You know? Not hot. Like, <laughs> like just physically warm. No. I don't like insects. I'm not gonna hug I don't like. I don't like insects either, but I do love Mothman. I don't it's just it is what it is so anyway so the only thing more fucked up than the fact that i'm just that picturing I... you now as a as a child in a therapist's office just like drawing hundreds of pictures of the mothman and your parents going we don't know what's wrong with her i went to therapy when i was a kid and this is how emotionally closed off i have been for my entire life i uh did nothing but play uno with my like i wouldn't talk about anything i have been emotionally closed off since i was an infant <clears throat> I pretended to let a child therapist uh, hypnotize me. I've like, never been able to be hypnotized didn't fucking, before. It didn't fucking it work not, on me. Yeah, it doesn't so work I was like, me. I'm just going to do what he says because he seems to be really into it. Interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to read this quote now. The only thing more fucked up than the fact that I went to sleep spooning a Mothman, who was barely more than a stranger, was getting woken up by a wet dream about the Mothman. I imagine that's awkward. Note, he's telling that story to his kid. This is what I'm saying. All of this is a story being told to the kid. And like they do there is that little he, like uh, he thing does say, I'm beginning. gonna censor those parts. But like other what are you telling him then? Right. Right. 
Because this is the end of the story. I'm not saying you have to tell him the story of how you point, but... No, it's just weird that it's presented as, like, this is the story of a It didn't need need to be... The premise didn't need to be, be, I'm going to tell you a story of how I met your dad. Although I understand that it wouldn't work as well with the title. Yeah, but you could still have the title. It's just, it's a fun pun. It's a play off the show. Like, it it would still have worked, you know? I don't think it had to have had that in there, but whatever. Uh, and then he, Elliot does say, aside from the fact that he didn't have a nose and that very long and freaky tongue was hiding in his mouth, he didn't look too far from a human man. I mean, really? He looks like a moth man. He's like 1% human. Like, the He's general shape is human. Covered That's in it. black fur, he has big yeah. red eyes and wings. Yeah. He doesn't look anything like a man. He looks like a moth man. Yeah, in the dark, maybe he looks like a man. I don't know. <laughs> from far, far, far away. Yeah. My glasses are off. I mean, yes, in the dark, from far away, sure, looks like a man. But, like, looking at him in the daylight? No, that's a, that's a moth man. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, Elliot has to get up, basically, to go to the grocery store. Mm. The mothman biz basically sleeps the entire day yeah they're nocturnal is is kind of what they figure out and uh elliot stocks up on juices and soups and and then he's like i don't know if he's a meat eater or not he has sharp teeth so i'm just gonna get him vegan and vegetarian stuff mm-hmm. yeah and then so he gets the uh i don't know our moths you I know what? that was gonna that was gonna be a dumb question ignore me <laughs> are you gonna ask if moths were carnivores yeah. I I'm tired. Okay. Don't know. <laughs> I think the fruit juice is like This look, these books are messing up my perception of animals <laughs> and insects to an embarrassing degree. I mean, yes, it's true, but also like he's still a cryptid. He's not got all the the moth stuff, you know. I mean, let's just say that if I saw like a human-shaped massive moth with sharp teeth i would maybe get some meat in case the mothman was like i do eat meat and since there's none ready for me i'm just gonna eat you you could also like ask him get a couple of steaks fakes to throw at him yeah but he was too asleep to tell him so i guess so yeah i guess so it's just just like a couple of chorizos in case you know he gets a bit hungry they love chorizo (laughs) yum so good Anyway, I'm now I'm hungry. Uh, so I have this quote. He comes back from the store with a bunch of juice. And uh, he, so it says, he opened his mouth slowly, the long tube-like tongue I'd been so freaked out about last night, unfurling and dipping into the opening. I couldn't stop watching it, marveling at how long and pink it was and about how much control he seemed to have over it. And it must have been hollow because I knew from before that he was able to drink straight through it. I wonder what it would feel like getting head from someone who had something like that. I couldn't help but wonder. How big is the straw opening in the straw tongue? Because it feels like it's not that big. Like, not big enough to give a blowjob. Why are you Um, making that face? (laughs) That's the face that I would make if I saw someone, you know, Mm -hmm. drinking juice like this. I would just be like, I wouldn't oh, you, just go. Wouldn't. Mm, wonder what that tongue, what that tongue do. You wouldn't. <laughs> I would wonder about the tongue, but not in that way. 
<laughs> what way then? Just like it's weird. What? How does it work? <laughs> you know, just like academic curiosity. My God. And then okay, I, I'm so. gonna be stuck with you in your sixties, like haunting the forest for Mothman. Uh, someday oh I will evolve into my ultimate shape and become a cryptid hunter. And that's what I'll spend my time doing. It's true. So it's okay. then I'll come with you. Okay, cool. That'll be fun. <laughs> uh there is some like very like sad emotional moments in this where uh I, I I'm not a hundred percent I don't a hundred percent remember the context to this, but Is it about eating in the bathroom? <laughs> no, although that one was funny, but no, it says uh humans must prove they deserve kindness from each other. You do not give it freely. I shrugged. Maybe other people do, but uh I guess I've had it be that I need to earn it a lot of the time because I'm different, maybe. Bees tipped my chin up with a finger, forcing me to meet his eyes before both hands were on my shoulders. Uh the weight so goddamn warm and soothing, the people in your life have failed you, if they've made you feel that way. His red eyes bored into mine, setting my skin on fire and loosening something that had been knotted up in my chest for a long time. It almost made me want to cry. I just thought that was like a sweet and sad moment. That is a very sweet moment. Think about earning kindness as opposed to just having it. Especially from the people who should be giving it to you the most. You know? Yep. Can't agree more. That is, it's, it's a rough one, you know? It is. It is. That's tough. Like if, uh, if if you're someone who reads the line and and things fuck that hurts, like I am very sorry. Yeah, absolutely. I feel yeah, and that sucks. And it also does. give me their address, and I'm gonna go shit on their doorstep. Also, look, here's the thing: family are just people that you're stuck with. The people you choose to be with are so much more important a lot of the time. Hey, and- you know, as I always say, they they misquote uh, "blood is thicker than water" because it's. Mm-hmm. The blood of the covenant is stronger than the water of the womb. Mm-hmm. So, chosen family is stronger than chosen family is always stronger. Biological family. Chose. So that whenever someone is like, blood is thicker than water, they are misquoting it. Also, that's bullshit. You should spend time with people who treat you right and and make yeah. you feel good. And just because somebody has blood related to you, does not mean that they get to treat you like shit. Go find people Absolutely. you like. yeah even if they're giant insects even if they're giant insects if the insect treats you well your people you know fair enough they're nice to you great (laughs) and then we have as long as you can't like be sure that they're not gonna eat you at some point because i I feel like at that point elliot cannot for certain not he cannot 100 percent guarantee that this is not gonna chomp on him at some point i'm going to google right now if moths eat meat no but even if moths don't eat meat as you said it's it's a giant creature that has sharp teeth what tells you it doesn't like to eat humans well they do like eating like they eat through like clothes and stuff right oh some of them eat they say some some will eat other insects but not all i'm not reading any deeper than that um but yeah some of them do Anyways, um, Elliot's anyway. dick springs to life. Uh, well, no. So we we have a time jump, two weeks, where they're just kind of like chilling. No, no. It, doesn't he get like interaction from like watching Biz 
drinking the juice like that first day when he brings back the groceries. I don't have the quote. That is just it. before the why you're being so nice to me quote. So Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't have that quote. That's possibly true. I don't remember. I like to point out at which point of the story the characters get their first erection. That's fair. I mean, it's usually pretty. <laughs> it's usually pretty early. <laughs> <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> uh, so we have a two-week jump, basically. Yeah. Um, Where basically, Elliot teaches Biz how to read. Yeah, he's like, we don't have any need for written word because we just tell our stories like we have an oral tradition and uh he starts yeah you do sorry (laughs) he starts uh teaching him how to read but it seemed like it was moving much faster than it deaf than it would have like after two weeks he was like it felt like he was already reading it's like this is this would take you years like you can't just learn to read as an adult that's that's a long time that would take whatever um and then yeah, here's I wrote down this quote. So this is some of the stuff that he does. Like my antennae flattened and I chittered angrily because I knew he was right. Like this is cute, but not in a sexual way to me. Like I'm yeah. just like, oh, cute, pat you on the head. Like that's cute. <laughs> but uh, so after two but, weeks, they're finally like, we want to fuck. Yeah, but that's uh, there's a quote that I really like. Okay, um, where he said, uh, perhaps he didn't really want me as much as it seemed. I think that's from business perspective. Mm. Uh, perhaps he only saw us as friends and his body's responses were just that, responses and not an indication of desire. And I like that because mm-hmm. sometimes just because someone's body is horny doesn't mean that they, it, it doesn't. Yep. Your body being horny isn't like consent, basically. Yeah, your biological response to yeah. certain stimuli is not the same thing as your desires and your consent yes and i think that was that was well you know i i may have some problems with this book but i Mm -hmm. think the way that it represents consent and family and like those discussions that was really really well done and that was Mm -hmm. very sweet and i like that i agree i like that part as well so we're going into the sex now and i got i have to be honest with you i have a lot of confusion uh with the sex scenes I think part of it has to do with an editing thing, like certain stuff jumps in a way that doesn't make sense that I think just wasn't needed to be edited better. Uh, Cause it's not like the sex scenes are, are bad. They're just confusing in, in a number of places. Oh, there's one that I thought was really, really hot is the one with the strap on. The strap on was great. I was going to ask you when we get there, there's a strap on later on and uh, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great, uh, but but I, I agree with you that I think the first sex scene and maybe one after that, I was a little confused as to what was happening sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely think that's partly editing. Yeah. Um, we'll get to you. Like, I but at the same time, sex scenes always get confusing to me, honestly. Yeah, I, I think that it, sex scenes are so difficult to write because you're trying you to, to write in too balance. Much right, you're trying to balance, like, giving like anatomical descriptions with like making it sexy and romantic and it's you know sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't she rotated her hips at a 55 degree angle right it's like lifted a knee you know you have to give enough detail so the reader can picture it but you can't give too much detail because then it's clinical and i'm like yeah it's 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 difficult i i uh i understand it's difficult to write those kinds of scenes 
um there's this really sweet part like basically they make out they're both like hey I, re- I like you and like I, I want to fuck you and um Elliot says before this goes any further I need to make sure I understand uh I need to make sure understand that I'm so that's one of the things that should have been edited but mm-hmm. I need to make sure uh that you understand that I'm I'm different down there because of what I was telling you about with my body I nodded running my hands up and down his sides yes because you had to shape your body to fit right I don't care what you look like, sweetness. I press another kiss to his belly. I only care care what feels good to you. Really sweet. It's that so, was sweet so sweet and understanding. That was, I, no, that I was liked... that was amazing. I just I can't imagine how scary it must be mm-hmm. to always wonder what someone's reaction is going to be. Correct. I hate that that happens. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine how scary it must be to be a trans person who is like trying to date, like trying to find someone to to have that moment where you're like, I want to be honest about myself. I don't know how this person is going to react. Like mm-hmm. how hard that must be. Unbelievably hard that must be. I, I can't yeah. imagine it, that pain, you know? God. So that was, yeah, that was an incredibly sweet and tender moment in the book. Yes. Uh, and then, so, B so says... Biz lets his cock spring free. He sure does. He also lets his tongue spring free. So, says, you're beautiful, I moan, unable to stop myself from grabbing his hips and nuzzling my face into his pretty little cock. He gasps, his hands going to my shoulders. I licked a stripe along the top of it, along the underside, giving it nibbling little kisses before wrapping my tongue all the way around him in a coil and then pulled him into my mouth. So he sticks out his straw tongue. Oh, I thought he was sitting the dick inside He does that later. Tongue. He does that later. But mm. first, he wraps it around and then just kind of <laughs> to his mouth, which is kind of a funny picture in the, in the head. Yeah, it is. It, it is. Uh, that has to hurt yeah yeah um so he where was i oh here's another quote from that scene rocking my hips wildly desperate for the friction of his softly furred thigh against my sex i withdrew my tongue and mouth from elliot's dick looking up at him as i fit the hollow end of the tongue over the head of it and sucked elliot's eyes rolled back his blunt teeth digging hard into his bottom lip as his hands tightened almost painfully against my head straw tongue straw tongue mm. i mean I, I i bet you get some good suction going you know oh i'm sure i still my question is still though like how big is the opening of the straw tongue maybe it's elastic maybe it stretches that's a good that's a good point some of the chapter titles... occasionally make one of those <laughs> wait what sorry guys i'm sorry guys it's just I decided to speak as I was taking my medication. Yeah, you put a pill in your mouth and then started speaking. But what, what were you saying? I occasionally make good points. Oh, I see. I thought you were saying I occasionally make like straws that stretch. And I was like, I don't know what you mean by that. Some of these chapter titles made me laugh. Like the next chapter title. Oh, is, yeah. And then they got hornier. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> they get horny. Chapter six. Chapter seven, and then order. <laughs> did make me laugh. I liked that. Uh, and then yeah, so he's like, 
Elliot's like, I'm going to return the favor and kind of gets down on his knees. Oh, yeah. And the, the Mothman, I'm just going to call him the Mothman. The Mothman. Um, she says after an hour of calling him the Mothman. <laughs> he's like, you don't have to. I didn't touch you, so you touch me. That's nice. That's Aww. nice. A I selfless always, lover. I do always love that in sex scenes when that kind of situation happens. Because it's like, yeah, but... Also, I want to reciprocate, but it's nice to have that kind of, like, you know, if you don't want to right now, you don't have to. Cool. Sometimes I don't want to, you know? Yeah. 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 And then you you do, there are a lot of dudes out there um, yes. who are just kind of like, my turn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you got off now. Let's go. <laughs> You're going like, to leave? Bye. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. 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 If it's expected, like. Of, you know, of course, a lot of the times you want to reciprocate, but if it's expected, it's like, mm, sometimes you bye. don't. Sometimes you don't want to. You're like, that was great, yeah. but. No, no, no. What I'm saying is that, like, even if you want to reciprocate, having someone react in a way that makes you understand that they expected you to reciprocate. Yes. It's like, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, now I don't want to. Now you're being a dick. <laughs> um, so this is where the sex scenes start getting a little bit confusing. So. Right, yeah. A couple of things before I get to the very confusing part. So he basically, uh, the Mothman, I'm just going to call him the Mothman also because I'm not sure how to pronounce his name. He like takes his claws to his mouth and bites off two of his fingernails so he can finger Elliot's asshole. Um, And I was like, what's happening with the fingernails? It is not sexy to me. Someone's like, hold on, I'm going to finger you. Let me just bite my fingernails <laughs> off and then stick them in you. Like, it's not sexy. It's not sexy. Just, just picture someone, like, spitting off pieces of... Nail. Right. I, I, I was like, oh, that's off-putting. <laughs> Please trim your nails before we get to this point, because that is off-putting. <laughs> yes, please trim your nails. Uh, And then, okay, so I was very confused, because Elliot's on, on his knees... Uh, Mm -hmm. sucking the Mothman's dick. But then the Mothman starts taking his fingers and, like, massaging them around his asshole. Is he, like, bending over? Maybe they're 69ing. He's 69ing? Maybe? I don't think so. I think he's just sitting on the bed. He still has his splint on. (laughs) Yeah, but even if he's on the bed, he can just turn around and, like... I guess... I was really confused. I don't I know. Yeah, no. I mean, I was confused as well because I think at some point Elliot wants to suck, is sucking his dick, but then mm-hmm. he's asking the Mothman to put his ass up. So I'm like, are you sucking his dick or are you fucking him? That's what I was confused about because he was like, ass up. And I was like, wait, what's happening? Anyway, uh, here's a line that I'm sure we both disliked. I swirled my tongue over the pointed head, lapping at the fluid leaking copiously and humming as a, a salty sweet musk burst on my tongue. Mm-mm. Also, he does describe, so the dick has like bulges in it, which the book describes as like anal beads. Um, mm, and doesn't have, and there's no mushroom head, it's just like to a point. Do you think that there is a book in this genre Mm-hmm. in the monster smut genre <clears throat> that features like a duck penis like there has to what's be that, what's that rule about like if something exists there's a porn of it yeah yeah yep 
It must, right? I mean, like there must be a, a corkscrew. We're not reading dick it. Out there. I don't <laughs> want to read about it. A corkscrew dick sounds horribly painful. Oh, but that's not the worst part of duck sex. What's the worst part of duck sex? Um, they. I think. Um, is it the right one? I think. Yeah, they occasionally murder their mate. Um, because they'll push her down so much that she'll drown. And sometimes I, several males do that together. I didn't know that. Ducks are absolute assholes when it comes to reproduction. Wow. It's I mean, a lot of animals are. Same with otters. Yeah, FYI. otters are... Woo, otters are nasty little cuties. <laughs> okay. Um, But yeah, no, I... Uh, oh, I have the quote here where it penis. describes his no, dick. No. Of course I did. Okay. He wasn't shaped <laughs> like a human. The tip was pointed rather than bulbous like a mushroom cap. And his length w- had three smooth round Can bulges. we stop with the fucking mushroom, mushroom? description <laughs> of penises? Mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating a man and I'm getting gayer. <laughs> the bisexuality scale is like falling on one side <laughs> whenever I hear mushroom shaped penis. <laughs> that's, also that, that's also a description that only works for circumcised penises also. Right, a circumcised penis doesn't really look like a mushroom. It's pretty. I mean, no, no, a circumcised uncir- penis sorry, looks. Yeah, yeah. Yes, an uncircumcised penis doesn't does look, like, look a like a mushroom. Yes, you're right. Sorry. Um. Okay. So, and his length had three smooth, round bulges like anal beads, spaced evenly apart. I clenched, thinking about what that would feel like inside me. So we have a a dick shaped like an adult toy. We can mark that off the bingo. We got it. And that's the bingo. That's a bingo. Okay, so here's where it got confusing, right? So Mothman comes. It's a lot yeah. of come. That's part of this. Like, he comes a lot. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so he pulls Elliot up onto his lap. He says, are these sensitive? He asked, his hips still, waiting for me to adjust and make the next move. I slid down as I shook my head. Not since the surgery, but it's not unpleasant, I told him, sliding further down his length, luxuriating in the stretch as I took the second swell. When did they start fucking? This is the first sentence that they are fucking. Okay? I'm so I'm so confused. And then yeah. literally down the page, I moaned, rolled my hips and dis uh, rolled my hips and disappointed to find that his softened cock had retreated to wherever it went when he wasn't using it. You were literally fucking a paragraph away. Like I'm just so confused about what's happening in this sex scene. I get the, yeah. like, he sucked him off, great, and then he, they're talking, and then he's fucking, and now they're not fucking, because his dick is soft, and now it's back in this. I'm so confused. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> Same so sentiment. Confusing. I And I can only think that this is, like, an editing issue. Like, I don't think it was meant to be like this. I think some scenes got mixed up or something. I don't, I'm not sure. But then we learn about the claspers. Elliot says, what's that holding my hips? Do you have more hands? He chuckled. No, of course not. Those are my claspers. My brows lowered. What on earth is a clasper? And then what, uh, what are they for? His antennae twitched, then swung back. For clasping, of course. All I could do was nod. Right, that makes sense. Claspers. I bit my lip, then decided to ask, is it a mating thing? Are they always there? Is your cock? Also, how are you still coming? I was worried all my questions would bother Biz, but he just smiled and shrugged my back. Yes, they're from mating to keep us connected until I finish my orgasm. So basically it is, it's two little hands come out 
and hold the hips so that he can just keep orgasming for an indeterminate amount of time. And Elliot says, or thinks, no, he says, he's like, a warning would have been nice. And I thought, yeah, it would have been nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, your anatomy is different. Just like give him, you know, tell him, hey, I'm going to class you. Because like, it it made me think um, to that book that we did about a virgin gargoyle who Mm. has a penis that has a knotten mechanism and she gets stuck on it and she doesn't know until that happens. He's inside of her. Yeah. Yeah. And and it can be kind of like terrifying and just probably tell the person, hey, by the way, I have like. Yeah, claspers are gonna hold you in place. When you don't have the same anatomy, it's a discussion you should have before you fuck. Like it's, yeah. it just is. So, uh, they have sex all night or whatever. Uh, that's off screen, basically. And they wake up in the morning, and um, basically, Elliot says, "I want you to fuck me in my front hole," and. Beast knows that that's like a big deal. That's a that's a very big deal for him. He's trusting him with something. He's like, I have to tell him the truth. I have to tell him that we're mates because uh, Elliot doesn't know until now. Yeah. And so Elliot says he blinked. Is it like soulmates, like we're destined to be together, kind of thing, or is it more I don't know hormonal? I guess like I'm supposed to have your babies, and I I, I appreciated that because I feel like that is a question I always have, and it never yeah. gets asked in the book with faded mates. I'm always like, what? does it mean like is it like is it a something from like the goddess quote unquote whatever magical world you're living in where it's like this is you guys were just fated to be together or is it a biological thing where it's like you are compatible like yeah. ice planet barbarians yeah so i appreciate um, that but that's that's an interesting thing that's an interesting thought process that you can have with the mating bond mm-hmm. it's like what because in a lot of books it means all of that at the same time or whatever is convenient to the story exactly um so uh, yeah it would be interesting to have a story with a mating bond that is purely physical and mm. the two people kind of are like i'm attracted to you but i don't like you and then eventually they start getting to know each other well i guess it's kind of like elaine and lucian and yeah, I mean, I, I think it... it Spoiler gets, alert. Uh, Sorry. I guess, yeah. Nothing's happened a, in this book. Nothing's yet, happened, so. but it is, it's a, yeah, there's an example of a mating bond that hasn't yeah. been consummated. Right. I feel like you always see it as like, oh yeah, they were bonded, but it wasn't, like, it's a couple that's off screen, you know? Like, you yeah. hear about a couple that was bonded and it didn't work out, but it's never the characters. Yeah, to be fair, I wouldn't want to read that story. It would be kind of well, sad. yeah, then it's kind of boring anyway. So, yeah. This is your soulmate, but he's a dick. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> so, cool. Elliot gets upset, um, which is partly understandable and, and partly not. He's like, I'm just going to go for a walk. I need to think about things. Is he it's, upset or is he kind of like, mm, this is a lot? freaked out a little. Yeah. I think, so, like, because here's a quote I wrote. He goes down to the beach and he's just kind of, like, thinking and stuff, which is fine. It's fair. Uh, I think that what I was most concerned about uh, is the the rational part of me wondered if maybe Biss was hiding more, if he'd hidden something like that from me this whole time. It's not so, sure. But also, it's not really something you just bring up the first conversation you had with somebody. Like, no, but the timing When is the right time? When's the the right time to say it? Maybe not in the middle of having sex. They were in the middle of having sex. It was the next morning. 
Yeah, but he was he was selling him like I want they you to They were gonna me. have sex. Yeah, they were gonna yeah. have sex. I feel like uh, I don't know, like I don't have a problem with the timing of it. It's been no, two but weeks. I look if you're if you're worried about what else the magical creature shaped like a moth is sure. hiding from you, you could have asked yourself that question two weeks ago. I guess. I don't At know. this point, who are you asking yourself a question now? Right. I, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel unreasonable. But it's, I, I think it's, to tell him. it's probably for Elliot that I'm interpreting the, the character's motivations, but mm-hmm. he obviously has a shitty family. He has a found yeah. family. For him, I think emotional connections are kind of like a big deal. And yes. so having that extra element mm-hmm. has to be incredibly confusing and kind of overwhelming. Yeah. And it's kind of like, he knows he's in love with him, but the mating bond, you could be like, does that mean that I don't, that I didn't have, I didn't decide myself mm-hmm. that I was in love with that person, that that was imposed on me. Like, was it still a conscious decision of mine to be attracted to that person? Right. Or was it the mating bond? So, I, I mean, I understand why he freaks out because it is a yes. legitimate question. That part like, of it, I get. The timing, no. I don't get. This part of it, I get. Like, there's another quote here. Tears sprang to my eyes, smearing the water into a blue-gray blur. I guess in a way that was my answer. I wanted Biss, but I was worried he didn't really want me. He wanted what his hormones were telling him to want. And with enough time, those would fade and he would want to move on. That... I think is a totally reasonable. That is a yeah, worry. but it's it's a different worry as well because mm-hmm. was it at the same thing with the the previous book with the satir satire sat how do you say what satyr satyr oh but we sure? did last week yeah it's yeah satyr it's satyr I'm pretty sure we had that conversation with Rob the other day because he wasn't sure someone's going um, to us and tell us I'm wrong. It's interesting to be both overwhelmed by the thought that your attraction is maybe not coming from your own decision, mm-hmm. but also worried that it's not going to last if it does exist. Right. He, he's like, okay, I, I had time to process this. I'm going back to the lighthouse to talk to Beast now. And there's yeah. a tweaker outside the lighthouse. There is a person who is very high on drugs and he's like, I need to get in the lighthouse. And Elliot's like, which was very random, by the way. I think it was. It was just you just thrown into the plot. But also, it's like I realized that he was high. Obviously, not on weed. It's like, well, yeah. Have you met a person on weed? Yeah, they're not. Twe- he's tweaking. Like he's not. Yeah. This guy's on. Crack. He wouldn't be at the lighthouse. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> he's but at he the keeps, store getting snacks. He keeps insisting that he left, dropped something in there the other day, and he needs to get it back. And I was like, did he drop his drugs in there? But it never really gets explained. Does, yeah, does it matter? It doesn't, because the character is no. never mentioned again. Doesn't matter. It's a plot device. Yes, exactly. So basically, he gets a little physical with Elliot. He grabs a sweatshirt or whatever, and uh, Beast comes flying out from the from the lighthouse and scares the shit out of him, and he runs away. <laughs> cool. No one will ever believe him. <laughs> exactly. No one's going to believe him. Also, I'm sure everyone knows he's uh, he's an addict, so he'll probably get written off, which I'm not condoning don't just write off addicts because they're addicts but uh no one's gonna believe them because that's the reality so basically you start talking about like what does it look like if we're if we're mated and i found this interesting elliot says there aren't many jobs i could work that would let me rent a place this nice that would also let me have enough free time to see you 
you're living in a shitty studio in a lighthouse, my dude. You can do better than that. Also, you you could also not see your partner 24-7. Yes, you don't have to see them all the time. Honestly, it it gets old when you're with (laughs) someone for a long time. You got some time (laughs) apart. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, that part, I was like, come on, just, you don't need Uh, to see each other all the time. We did get... um, I I wrote it down. I had to open my Kindle again because my notes, for some reason, erased the end. No! Um, We have a weeping cock. We have a weeping cock. But we also have a strap-on. Yes. Yeah! (laughs) I'm really excited. Let me read the quote. He slid back out uh, a moment later, covered in, he goes under the bed to get it, covered in dust and wind with a small bin clutched in his hands. He ended the latch and pulled out a tangle of straps and buckles with a bright green neon plastic cock mounted somehow in the mysterious contraption. Why neon green? I don't know. I'm not saying it can't be a funky color. I'm saying why neon green? I don't know. I... I don't have an answer for you. Does it flash the in the dark? No answer. I, I mean, I think personally wouldn't, I would like, if I was, okay, it is a goal in my life. I, it is a bucket list item for me to peg somebody. I really want to peg somebody once in my life. Okay. I'm just, I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> I think I would want my dick to look like a human dick. You know what I mean? Like, I think I would want it to look like it could be attached to my body. Realistically. Yeah. But that's how does josh feel about that about getting pegged he's not into it but it's still a bucket list item (laughs) i I never force that makes me sound like i'm gonna force him i never force him i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) no but okay and and then okay moving on (laughs) okay so he's like elliot's basically like how do like where do i fuck you with this like i i do you have an asshole? Like, what? where do we fuck? And uh, B says, with my free hand, I trace the outline of my slit, the sensitive flesh hot and sopping wet with my arousal. When my cock is out, you can use my channel. It feels good. So the magic slit pops the cock out, but then there is also space to be fucked in the slit. Hold on, I'm just evaluating all the choices that I've made in my life that brought me to this very moment. You became friends with me. Where where did I fuck up? (laughs) You became friends with me. That's where you (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) Okay, here's another thing with the claspers that I got really confused. This is where my confusion for the claspers came. My claspers latched onto his wrist, holding him to me. As I came and came, coating my chest, my belly, the bed, as I struggled to remain conscious while being swept up in the overwhelming wave of pleasure and blasting through my body. How do the claspers grab onto wrists if they're not just little hands? Is there something wrong with you that you asked yourself all those questions? Or is there something wrong with me that I never asked myself those questions? I think our brains just work differently, Claire. My brain is very smooth. My my brain is it all slides right off. My brain is wavy. (laughs) No ridges and lumps. I think this is where the the image of two like very skinny arms with little hands on it came from because it grabs his wrists. You know? Yeah. Does it matter though? (laughs) (laughs) No, I it's just a question I had. (laughs) 
So Elliot fucks him, and it's a good scene. I mean, I like I liked the scene. Yeah, uh, that was hot. It was pretty hot. And then yeah, the Mothman just keeps coming and coming. Comes so much. Uh, nothing special about the cum in this one, though. I mean, it's pretty normal, except that there's a lot. There's a lot of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty normal. But the dick is weird enough anyway. I feel like it's a lot to have a really weird dick and then also weird cum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, last week's book, the satyr, his cum was so weird, but his dick was normal. It was a weird dick, normal cum. You know. Yeah, you so- have a ratio <laughs> dick to come ratio uh, dick we're dick yes. to we're come ratio that has to be respected yeah so that's when they decide like yeah this is i guess this is our life so they they fly back to his people the mothman's people which is in like a big forest or whatever and eventually elliot gets a job working for like a warden service right near the the forest so they buy a pot of land they put a little house on it they get all cozied up it, apparently there is like one their friends kind of hook up i wrote this quote Richie and a couple of my other friends came up to visit once or twice a month, and one of those times, one of Beast's friends, Cydia, happened to be nearby and caught Richie's scent, and, well, we gave them a corner of my property as a bonding gift, and now they have cozy little trailer set up over there. It's nice to have another human moth couple to double date with. Sid's great, and aside from the initial shock uh, throwing him for a loop, I know Rich is crazy about them, too. These mothmen are taking our men! <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, so the story started with, they're talking to the child. The child is such an afterthought at the end of this book. It is literally just like, some of his brethren show up and they're like, hey, your cousin died in a storm and the child survived. Like, do you guys want to raise the child? And I love how they put it. They're like, do you want to raise it? I mean, if not, we'll just take it. We can totally do it. (laughs) Like, we can definitely take the child. It's so nonchalant. It's like, but I figured like, you know, your family. So if you want to raise the child, that that would also be be good. I'm like, but then, so they go- What I love is how how they decide to like- deal with the decision uh-huh oh yeah i think it's elliot says i know we haven't talked about starting a family which first of all you haven't talked about kids at all yeah not at all have a discussion about this hi rob i see you <laughs> um yeah rob rob is entering the kitchen right now because he's Hello, like Robert. that bitch has been talking for an hour and i still have to make dinner <laughs> we'll he makes soon. dinner not me <laughs> he's not like <laughs> woman what woman, are you done make dinner you gotta make dinner <laughs> um I know it was like pumping up in the background (laughs) (laughs) um okay I know we haven't talked about starting a family I said after a moment rocking Beast and rubbing his back but I think I might actually like being a dad just so you know Beast pulls away studying my face in that intense way of his I wasn't sure I'd ever get used to are you sure Elliot Atticus and Luna would be good parents too you don't have to agree to such a big thing just for me I'm sure, and I can't imagine a better person to raise a little life with than you, babe. I drew him back into my arms and hugged him tight. You haven't even had a conversation about having a family yet. Yeah. You're treating it like it's, like, somebody's cat. Right? Like, somebody's cat that you're taking in after they couldn't have it anymore. That's pretty crazy. And then they- I mean, yeah, his- Yeah, the first reaction is, yeah, (laughs) you're gonna be a dad. Damn, I want to fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Elliot's like, "How are you horny right now?" I gasped as he yeah. peeled my shirt off and threw it on the floor. You just found out your cousin, and he says, "I was not close with Laria. We're we are going to be parents soon. How are you not aroused?" <laughs> no, that's the that's the best part of it. Is like 
why are you horny right now? Like we were just got told that we're adopting a moth child. Yes. And and it's like and your cousin died. And he's like, it's fine, we weren't that close. We weren't that close. And also <laughs> you just found out we're going to be parents. How are you not aroused? What did you but like this is all a story that he's selling the kid that he essentially go yes. you know what we really couldn't give less of a shit that your mom died <laughs> you're telling and then so the, the like last bit before they go back into the it says and then uncle Addie and auntie luna took us on a short journey so that we could get you and bring you home my mate finished his voice as soft and a smile on his face did you include the random sex scene right after finding out about the kids <laughs> dead parents in the story to him because <laughs> That seems cruel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Y'all are not ready to be parents. You are not ready to no. be parents. No. That's the end of the book. Want to play Smasher Pass? Yeah. Elliot. Yes. Elliot seems cool. Elliot. I can't love Elliot. I would say yes. I'd smash. What about Bisson? No. Reminds me too much of my cat. Can't do it. <laughs> and that's a lot of saying because you know how much I love Mothman. You, you know love I Mothman. love Mothman, but I can't. He reminds me of my cat. You know what that means, though? You're going to make me read another Mothman romance. Yeah, eventually. Mm-hmm. There's plenty out there. We're going to do it. Sure. There's no other characters in this book, really. So I'm, I, there's no one else to play Smash Bass with. It's a very short book. No. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do some good reads reviews. Okay, Sour Bitch gave it three stars. Kudos on the name, thank you, Sour Bitch. Uh, <laughs> this was cute, though at some points, especially the sex scenes, it was hard to follow. Agreed, it's very hard to follow. Um, Anne Marie gave this five stars and said, This was so adorable and heartwarming. I always love a story where two people who are struggling with life find each other and give each other the strength to find their own happiness. There was so much story packed into a short novella, and I got really absorbed into Elliot and Beast's relationship. They were just the cutest, and I loved every page. That's cute. I don't know if they... Like, this part. I always love a story where two people who are struggling with life find each other and give each other the strength to find their own happiness. I'm not sure that's what was happening in this story. Well, I mean, a little, because the Mothman was kind of distressed because his ex has just gotten married. Yeah, I suppose that's true. And he was missing this kind of special link with someone, and he was feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. So in that way, I guess he was struggling. I suppose. With his life. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a three-star review from Carrie. Carrie said, super cute gay Mothman story. There is a sentence I didn't think I'd write. I was really, uh, it was really trying to do a lot of things at once and yet still seemed to drag for me when it got bogged down in everyone's unique biology. I'll pick up more by this author. I think that's fair. I mean, I, d- I didn't get bogged down in the biology, just the confusing sex scenes, but that's fair. Yeah. Four stars uh, from Sally says, this book was nice and short and super duper sweet. Did the extra plot conflict at the end feel a little random or convenient? Yeah, a little, but no one's reading an LGBT Mothman book for the side plot. A really pleasant read all around, and I love getting to read the representation in it and how respectful and lovingly lovingly Elliot's story and character were handled. I agree with that last part for sure. Yep. A five-star review from KJ says, The fact that this is an M.M. Mothman romance would have been enough for my cryptid loving ass to put this on my shelf immediately. But the fact that the human main male, uh, male main character is trans... 
Immediately, yes. I loved Elliot and Beast so much individually and together. I loved seeing trans representation in a genre and subgenre that is often overlooked and cis women dominated. Not that I don't love reading about them too. Miranda Sapphire killed it with this one and I can't wait to read more of them. I agree. I like seeing the representation, but I will also yeah. say, even though I do think this genre, subgenre is dominated by cis women direction, I think there's so much more like freedom of representation in this genre than i think mm-hmm. you see literally anywhere else like yeah agreed you get more of this here than you do in any other genre oh i like this five star review by joe i thought you would like it fun and fluffy the kid part was minimal so don't let that stop you <laughs> thought you'd appreciate yeah. that the kid part was minimal yeah all right claire we did it we did how i met your mother any finishing thoughts here? You know, not much. I I, I thought the story was fine. Um, I so can't bad. say that it rocked my brains out, but honestly, I fucking loved Elliot, so. Yeah, it falls somewhere in the middle for me. Um, the confusion with the sex scenes and the editing stuff was a little bit, took took away from me a little bit, but I the representation was so nicely done, is so respectfully done. And there's a lot of things I liked about it, you know? Yeah. It's short. It's on Kindle Unlimited. So if this piqued your interest, go read it. You'll read it in a sitting. It's easy, easily read in one sitting. Yeah. So you, easy. You've, you've got it read in like an hour tops. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. All right. Let's do our pluggy plugs. You can follow me on Instagram at goodreads underscore reviews. You can follow Claire on Instagram at Claire's Reviews. You can follow the show at the Monster Smash Pod. You can technically follow us on Twitter. Yes, I will forever call it Twitter. I am not switching to X. I don't think anyone is, to be honest. It's at smash underscore pod. I'm on there occasionally. I'm trying to do it more. You can email us at themonstersmashpod at gmail.com. Let us know what books you want us to cover or even just like what cryptids you want or, or, you know, thoughts, opinions. Also, it's fun having guests on sometimes. So if there's somebody out there that you're like, that would make a great guest on the show, like, let us know. We'll reach out and see if they're interested. Yeah, um, yeah I, at first we didn't do, I, I think we got a few requests for guests mm-hmm. uh, at the very beginning of the podcast, which we didn't do. We were still fine. Because we were testing it out. And I think mm-hmm. the, that's why we also had <clears throat> our special first guest mm-hmm. uh, on as well. Yeah. Yeah. But it is fun. So, yeah, let us know if there's somebody you want us to see. Yeah. Um, now we're comfortable with it. We'll reach out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and as always, please subscribe. Uh, rate us five stars if you like what we're doing. Obviously, you know, if you don't, don't rate us five stars then, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and don't listen, I guess. I don't know. Um, it helps us get to other people. And uh, that's the show for this week. All right. Well, babies, we will see you next week for another brand new episode of the Monster Smash Podcast. Bye. Bye.